Uh, let's talk first to Lauren and then uh, Sheriff Moon. We'll, we'll then pivot to you. So Lauren Falkenberry, she's the public information officer for Tahoe National Forest. We've been talking with her throughout the day. Lauren, have there been any changes, any progress made to this highway fire? Hi, Claudio. Um, I think no information should be considered good information from Tahoe National Forest. The fire has continued to hold at just under 31 acres. Containment still holding about an approximated 5%, which doesn't at all mean that crews haven't been making progress throughout the day. Um, there has been no growth in the fire. It's remained within the fire line, within the perimeter. And we were concerned about winds through the afternoon, but I've received reports that there has been no significant impact to fire behavior due to winds. So that's great news. That is great news. How's the smoke situation? Yeah, the smoke definitely lifted throughout the day. I mean, naturally, it will settle overnight and probably in the morning as well. Um, if aerial resources are ordered and required in the morning, we might see what we saw this morning where they would hold off for the first few hours of the morning until they are safe to fly and do additional bucket work or retardant line, which may be required but unknown at this point. When we last spoke, you had mentioned that there are a number of resources tied up in Northern California, which could make fighting this fire a bit more difficult. Can you speak to that? Any updates there? Yes, resources are still stretched pretty thin throughout the state and the country, to be honest. Um, we've had a little bit of difficulty getting what we need, but we are making progress. Resources have really peppered in hour by hour to relieve some of the fire staff that has been on shift at you know, the 24-hour mark at this point. So that's great news, and we are getting what we need and be able to um, pull from some of the other fires, including, <laughs> excuse me, Arizona and some other local and federal resources. You've made it clear that weather is a, is a big variable here. What is the general feeling about, about the weather outlook tomorrow as it relates to this effort? You know, I don't have that information on hand, but... Our incident commander definitely reviews the weather information throughout the evening as well as into the morning. So I can provide an update on that tomorrow, definitely. All right. That sounds good. If you're just tuning in, we've been speaking with Lauren Falkenberry. She's a public information officer for the Tahoe National Forest. And we're discussing the latest news with the highway fire, which has been burning uh, for a day now near the little town of Washington. Lauren, I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. 609 here at KVMR. This is the evening news. We're going to turn now to speak to Sheriff Shannon Moon. She's joining me now on the line. Hello, Sheriff Moon. How are you? Hi, Claudio. Good. Thank you so much for having me. So, Sheriff Moon, there's been a lot going on. There's been uh, zone haven zones that have uh, changed. There's been road closures. Why don't I give you the floor? Why don't you tell me what's going on as far as how how it looks from the perspective of the Nevada County Sheriff's Office? Yeah, so fortunately, we have great partnership with that Tahoe National Forest. Uh, the, the incident commanders there, clearly Lauren, uh, all the folks that are out there, they've done a tremendous job today fighting this fire. Uh, we started off at a, at a briefing this morning at 6 a.m. and everybody getting their, their job duties. And we, we're really, you know, clearly concerned about the town of Washington. That's where most of our population is uh, where, where this fire is affected, uh, you know, clearly doing orders, you know, the, the first task 
uh, I put my staff on when they say they're uh, that we're going to go in joint command and, and a fire agency uh, recommends that we do evacuations as our next priority is repopulation uh, because of how these uh, fires affect people in their lives. But we also have to do it safely. So today, with the, with the great progress uh, due to the weather, due to everything that the firefighters are doing on site, uh, 5 p.m. at our uh, planning meeting, we they did okay for us to open up uh, one of the zones into and we split it into a couple of zones so that we could uh, really get most of the affected people from this fire, the, the folks that live in the town of Washington, back into their homes uh, and, and lifted some of the orders and, and, and changed them into warnings. Um, so that's going to be that uh, E316 zone, which is the town of Washington that has the most population of, of folks living uh, in this fire, um, in the highway fire. So we've, we've lifted that at 5 p.m. We lifted that to a warning. So warnings, basically, we, we still want people to be situationally aware that fire is still close, uh, but again, based on conversations with the with the fire teams, with my staff on scene, uh, they were able to compromise and say, "Hey, let's get some of these people back uh, into their homes. They think it's safe, uh, based on where the fire is and the conditions that that fire uh, is is showing right now." Uh, so that's good news, right? Uh, able to to bring people back into their homes. Uh, the other thing we did was we took the the larger zone, which is mostly the the overlook on Washington Road. Uh, going from Highway 20 down into Washington uh, in the in the Alpha Diggins in the Phelps Hill area, uh, we split that into two different zones so that we could get folks that live on the on the top end. So from Highway 20 to Phelps Road, we were able to to lift that into a warning so we can get those folks home. Um, so that's if if anybody has access to the map. I know there's been some really uh, tough discussions on the map and how it's not loading or loading uh, clearly. Uh, you know, those, those are considerations we have. We try to put it out on social media. And then, of course, with our partners, uh, with with the radio, with you, with KNCO, with uh, uh, the union and with Hubinet, trying to update folks so that they know what those zones are. Uh, but zone E315 is the one that we've split into two. So the top end uh, of that zone is, is into a warning. Uh, and that's from Highway 20 down to, to Phelps Road, uh, Hill. And then from Phelps Hill, down into the town of Washington. That's where we have some uh, active fire. So we're going to keep that in that uh, evacuation order uh, in that uh, 315A zone. So I am looking at that map now, and it it looks like essentially zone uh, 315A is the one that splits 315B. Am Am I seeing that correctly, that the northern part, as you mentioned, the part where the little town of Washington has has been changed to a warning, and there's still a warning up near 20, but the middle of that area, that is still an evacuation order in effect. Is that accurate? That's accurate. So it's from Washington Road at Phelps Hill all the way into the town of Washington is in order, but actually the town of Washington has been lifted to a warning. That is great news, and I'm also seeing that uh, E015, E318, which we'd re- on earlier has been completely changed to um, to an order lifted. So that, that is great news. Can you talk about uh, road closures, Sheriff Moon? Has there been any changes there? And uh, maybe what people can expect if they are driving on uh, State Route 20? Yeah, so since we opened up uh, into a, a warning from Highway 20 on Washington Road all the way down into Phelps uh, Hill Road, 
we've moved that traffic control point down. So there, there are a few uh, residents that live on that top end of uh, Washington Road, and, and, and the, the change of that zone is meant for those folks to go ahead and be able to access their property. Uh, so there is a traffic control point on Washington Road at Phelps Hill. And then the other side of Washington, there is a traffic control point at Washington Road, uh, right at that uh, Relief Hill and Gaston Road, right at the bridge, basically. That's fantastic. And uh, while I have you on the line, I, I would like to hear what your thoughts are about this uh, recent, it's not super recent, but I know that we've been really talking about the sheriff uh, deputies, the vehicles that are going through evacuation zones. They they have that high-low tone. Has, what, what are your thoughts on that? Has that been effective? Is that something that, that, that's seen some success? Could you talk about that, please? Yeah, so I, I absolutely think it's successful because it, it really is uh, allows us to pinpoint uh, the direction of that uh, of the of the siren right into the neighborhood. Uh, you know, when when we talk about sirens at a, at a higher level uh, on mountaintops, it really does have a, a tendency to bleed over into areas that re- really aren't affected. And if those people hear that, it, it really is going to cause more of a traffic uh, congestion for folks that that choose to evacuate that really aren't affected. When we have that that high low siren on vehicles in the neighborhood that we're looking at. Uh, you know, the, that really has been successful. And, and, and I got to tell you, when this fire uh, hit off at, at uh, about 2.20, 2.30 yesterday, uh, we had uh, well over 15, uh, 12 to 15 different deputy sheriffs down in that area uh, pretty quickly to, to making sure that we could start doing those evacuations. Uh, we know this terrain. We, we work well with, uh, with the Washington Fire Department, with Chief Stewart, uh, because they clearly – they're in a, in a situation that there's only a couple ways of getting out of there. So notifying early, making sure that we get the uh, notice to those, to those affected in that area so that they can make those, those uh, decisions on when they're going to go um, so they can get out. Uh, I, I, I think uh, this, this particular fire, you know, based on the fact that it happened in the middle of the day, based on the fact that we had so many staff available, uh, and, and again, the, the just the cooperation, the coordination that we have with our fire agencies. I, I, I got to tell you, uh, this is this is my hometown. I, I don't have really any other uh, context outside of Nevada County, uh, but this uh, this place is is pretty special with how all of the first responders work well together, in in really whether it's an emergency or not, just in, in trying to make sure that that we put out the best service and and we help people in need and. And fires are our new norm here, and and working together with uh, the Tahoe, with uh, the the town of Washington Fire uh, Department, with our partners at Cal Fire, and all the resources that came in that are still going to be uh, clearly uh, trying to to put this fire out on the next day. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Agreed, Sheriff Moon. If I may ask, when. When do you think we'll have more information? When is there going to be another burst of, of, of information? Uh, presumably tomorrow, I would, I, would, I would assume. Yeah, so they, they monitor overnight. Uh, these are, you know, this is, we, we do many of these uh, throughout the year, uh, and, and typically on the overnight, uh, they'll, they'll monitor the fire. They'll look to see, uh, you know, the, the planning for the next uh, resources and logistics of that, of all those uh, fire agencies that are going to come in and help. Uh, we typically will have an early morning briefing 
we had one this morning at 6 a.m. up at White Cloud. Uh, a lot of folks were up there. They got their their marching orders from uh, Incident Command from the Tahoe, uh, and and that'll be a good indicator. They'll do a weather report. They'll say what the mission for the day is for the firefighters, and and that's when we have that first discussion. Uh, again, I, I I say this every fire, but uh, my staff are tasked. The second we say we're going to do an evacuation, the next piece of paper on their to-do list says repopulation, and that's the the constant conversation that we have with our fire partners is making sure that we do it safely, uh, that, that everybody is in agreement, uh, because the last thing you want to do is repopulate and then have a fire condition change and then have to re-evacuate. There's nothing worse than, than having that uh, on a fire. So, uh, you know, we, we listen to what they, the resources that, are on, that they have available to them. Again, this, uh, as Lauren just said, resources are pretty uh, thin right now. Uh, so it, it, they're doing the best that they can with what they have. Uh, and then, again, looking at the weather, the terrain, and, and uh, how, it, how, how the topography is on whether or not they can uh, contain it is, is a, a lot of that conversation, uh, knowing that uh, my staff that are in that planning meeting are constantly saying, my sheriff wants to make sure we can repopulate as fast as we can. And there's lots of apparatus down there. Infrastructure-wise, you know, we're, usually we're looking at a lot of PG&E, uh, poles and 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 uh, different type of communication lines and different things like that. Clearly, this is just a large area that's just a lot of forest land, uh, so there's not a lot of, uh, of that. But we just have a lot of apparatus that are on that road. That roadway, uh, Washington Road, going down into Washington, is is a uh, it meanders down uh, that hillside, and it, there's a lot of choke points where it's it's switchback. So we really just want to make sure that we don't cause uh, the fire agencies the inability to, to access as well. So that's why we keep people out of that area. Very good, Shannon Moon. I really do appreciate your time. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to the KVMR Evening News. We've been speaking with Sheriff Shannon Moon earlier in the broadcast. We also heard from Lauren Falkenberry, who's a public information officer from the Tahoe National Forest. Sheriff Moon, thanks so much for coming on KVMR Evening News. Thank you, Claudia. And uh, again, thanks for letting us uh, get this message out to our community. Our pleasure. Have a great evening.